Hello and welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast, one man podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan anime and games discussed by one certified Japan Holic. I am Taylor Fry with a little bit of a sore throat today because seasonal allergies are a thing, just like how in today's episode, I kind of want to discuss a little bit about seasonal animes. Um, I'm not going to be talking, I'm going to move my mic here, just, just, never mind, I can't move it at all, never mind. Um, I kind of want to, I'm not going to talk about like any animes specifically, but I want to talk about the concept in general about seasonal animes. Um, mainly, the main topic that I wanted to talk about is kind of like the main issues that I have with watching animes every season. Um, and this is kind of like, <laughs> this is kind of like a first world problem kind of issue for me. Um... Because I know not a lot of people will have these same issues that I'm going to talk about in this episode today. Um, possibly there's a handful that maybe will probably have a few of the same uh, issues that I, that I talk about today. But um, this is just something that, you know, as a, as a viewer of anime and as uh, a fan and watcher and, you know, <laughs> what, what else can I say about anime? Um, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um seasonal anime at least today like is is hard because watching seasonal animes nowadays is tough because there's so many shows coming out um every single season um well not as much as like last year or the year before. In fact, summer 2020 has probably been the short. It's like the the lowest in quite some time. I th I, th I think. Um, I do remember, like we got like a ton of shows every season back in like 2010. I know that's when it like started, or it was like not really 2010, but like it peaked around 2010, where like it got really noticeable that we were getting like 70 to 80 new shows uh, a season. Uh, most of them were getting like, most of them were starting to get the 12 episode treatment, but some were also getting like that, like 30 episode, 50 episode normal treatment, uh, and uh, 2018 or 2019, it was one of those years if not both, saw like 70 to 80, possibly 90 new shows um, every single season. Um, and the point that I'm trying to get across is that try try to watch 90 shows in 12 weeks um, or at least try to, you know, watch them and stay interested in all of them or whatever and try not to get burnt out or lose track of the animes that you're watching or that sort of stuff. It's not going to happen. And I obviously know that for the most part, most seasonal watchers usually just end up watching like five shows and calling it a season or something like that. Um, and I know a lot of people actually don't even watch the currently airing season. They wait 12 weeks to watch the entire series. Once it gets done or gets to like a bingeable, like a bingeable approach uh, to it. Kind of like, and, um, and I kind of feel the same way, okay? Because I'll say this right now, binging anime is a whole lot better than watching it weekly, week by week, because just from experience, binging the entire series of Eurocap to, you know, watching every week, 
the Sadafu series, which is uh, like talk about the third season. Uh, I love the Sadafu series. Don't get me wrong. I freaking love Artagayu and I love, you know, the, the climax season so far. I absolutely enjoy it. Like, it's probably one of the best seasons of Artagayu. But anyways, I, the thing is, is that I, I had so far, I'm having more fun that like, I'm going to say this at least. I had more fun binging Eurocamp than I did watching Ortegaru because of the fact that watching the third season going week by week by week when you're only watching one episode a week where you get super interested in these series, but you can only watch maybe one new episode a week. It you really lose your interest in the series. At least that's what I think, okay? Because as much as I'm interested in the climax season, I'm only interested in it when the newest episode's out. And then as soon as I watch it, it's like, maybe like for a few more hours, I'm like, oh my God, I want to know what happens next. But it's like, well, I gotta have to, I'm going to have to wait another seven days in order for me to, you know, find out what happens next. And this is an issue throughout the whole, the entire seasonal lineup, okay? Um, and that's why a lot of people tend to um, wait till the next season to watch this stuff from the last season because about, you know, if they pick about 10 animes, like, you know, from the top 10 that started from that season, about like 8 out of 10 of them will finish by the time the new season rolls around. Um, but there are sometimes like ReZero for instance, ReZero was a special cake in this instance because it's technically not going to go on in fall of 2020. It's going to take a break at the end of fall 2020 and it's going to be that, um, it's going to be that sour patch in a, uh, in a field. I don't know why I use that analogy, but you know, you get what I'm trying to say in winter 2020 because winter 2020 is stacked with a lot of comfy fucking shows okay we got Eurocamp season two nadan biordia season three. Oh my god oh winter 2021 is so stacked i can't wait for that that'll be the best time to be a seasonal watcher but then you know you, the issues that i'm talking about today they're going to be even worse in the winter times because it's like oh i i really want i really want to see what happens i really want to like you know, get interested in this, but unless I wait a few weeks and fall behind, you know, I'm not going to be having like the most amount of fun watching season two of Eurocap as I did binging the entire first season. Um, or, you know, non non beauty for this, for another instance, you know, watching binging the entire first season, binging the entire second season, watching the movie and then going to season three where it's like, all right, this specific day for 12 weeks, that's the only time you can watch this series. You can rewatch it, but at the same time, you more than likely want to watch the it was stopped, don't you? Well, you gotta wait till seven seven days from now. Which is annoying. And to those who don't watch the currently airing stuff, okay, I applaud you if you are also that kind of person who goes through like Twitter or Reddit or Facebook or just any social media for like an hour, okay? Because odds are, if you love anime and you've come across this podcast, you've probably scrolled through anime Twitter or anime Facebook or anime Reddit uh, for hours on end almost uh, almost every day, okay? Almost every day. Maybe for a few minutes every other day, but you get what I'm trying to say. Because the, the issue with scrolling through social media 
is that there are so many seasonal pages and so many like people talking about the currently airing stuff that if you hate spoilers like me it just it's a minefield because especially like this is also the instance with mangas that are currently going on that you are still reading but like you don't want to see the spoilers for anything because you you obviously don't want to be spoiled anything um am i that kind of person that says like spoilers ruin spoilers ruin everything Yes and no. I say yes because I obviously, if it's a high intensity moment or like a moment that, you know, obviously would suck to get spoiled on, like the end game of a, of a, of a rom-com or something like that for this, for example, for example, um, yeah, I would hate to be spoiled that because it's like, Especially if it, even if it is the girl you wanted to win, it's like, man, I wanted to find out for myself, like, by actually reading the story, not just reading some, just, like, an article or, like, a, like, a tagline on Twitter or something like that, or a tweet or poster, out of the blue, okay? Instead, I wanted to, like, actually find out for myself what happens in the story. But, I also say no, because it's, like, in situations where it's not really big or it's not really like a big spoiler because like you know there's like I'll say this there's been memes that I've seen or not even just memes but like posts that I've seen about like um I'll say this for example this is like a like thing that have actually happened I've seen because I'm in the Nisekoi Facebook page or group or whatever um not the best thing to do if you haven't read the manga all the way that yeah I've seen way too many spoilers from the manga but then again, I already know who... I hit my microphone. God damn it. I already know who wins in Isekoi. Not because of it being spoiled, but because I already kind of figured it out. Just because of the fact that if anybody watches that series, unfortunately to anybody who's not a Kitisaki per, uh, Kitisaki-san or... Um, I don't, I'm not even going to try and pronounce how, how it's usually said because I can't speak Japanese. But I usually say Kitisaki because... I think that's her family name, but you get what I'm trying to say. You know who I'm talking about. Um, you know, voiced by the the greatest say of all time, now Toyoma. Yeah, I'm that kind of person too. Um, anyways, um, what was it? Oh yeah, I already knew who, who was gonna win. And if anybody has not read the niece Corey, I I'm sorry if I did spoil that. Actually, now that I think about it, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry if you have not read Nisekoi or whatever um or at least you know I'm sorry I'm I, I, if I spoiled it I'm sorry I accidentally I may have accidentally spoiled it for you but if if you've already read it and you already know then you already know right right you know what I'm trying to say okay good but like sometimes you know spoilers really don't matter if the spoiler isn't that big okay um it just depends but what I'm trying to say, like to go back on the main topic of seasonal anime, if you are that kind of person who doesn't like to see spoilers on their timeline, dude, it's it sucks being that kind of person. Um, because I can I I can count. I wish I could count on one hand how many times I've been spoiled stuff just from Twitter. But unfortunately, I'm gonna need five hands for that and possibly more. Okay, and. It sucks. I hate being spoiled 
on big anime moments or big manga moments or big story moments. But unfortunately, that's the price that comes to pay when it comes to seasonal animes and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, it, it, is there really a fix to this? No, because even the most, like, basic Twitter pages or whatever, or like that, like, tweet about anime or whatever, even if they really don't tweet much about seasonal anime, will tweet about the currently airing seasonal anime every once in a while, every rare chance or two. Whether it is just like maybe a like a fan art picture or not. You get what I'm trying to say here. Um, like the biggest case that I could say is like try to go through Twitter today and try to like go maybe a hundred or like in my case, 50 tweets before finding like a spoiler of a currently airing show or a, like a like a currently published manga or whatever that's you know that you've been currently reading. It's not easy, and obviously, I just there's no way to stop them. I mean, the only way you can really stop the spoilers or whatever is just like getting rid of like because in, on Twitter you could block words. Maybe you could block the word spoiler or whatever, spoiler warning, but then you end up like blocking a ton of like, <laughs> blocking a ton of like posts about cars or something like that when people talk about spoilers, big ass spoilers, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, it's, it sucks being a seasonal or a non-seasonal watcher because it's like, I just want to watch this series like, you know binge it the I want to binge the entire season but I really don't want to be spoiled at the same time if you aren't that kind of person no god lucky you okay because I know a lot of people who probably just don't care about spoilers but I know a lot of people who do care a lot about spoilers and to those who do care a lot about spoilers and don't really watch the shows when they're currently airing that's the toughest life to ever live okay um because I've tried my best to keep up with the currently airing shows, but I've unfortunately fell behind on one show, and I'm sad to say this. I'm sorry to any ReZero fans. I've fallen behind on that show quite a bit. But I still know what happens in the show because obviously since it's the biggest show of the season, people are going to spoil the flipping hell out of that series. And I just got spoiled like the most gruesome death. It's like, really? Are you I really wanted to watch that for myself, but I guess now when I see a bunny on the fucking TV screen, I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, I hate being spoiled, especially if it's something pretty big, okay? It, but also at the same time, you know, being spoiled anything in an anime also sucks as well, but if it's a minor detail or if it's like a minor spoiler... Or like a minor, like, even like a minor nitpick that you didn't notice before. You know, most times it's like, I can make, I can let that pass. Or I could like, oh, I could see that obviously. But like, for me, for me, I hate being spoiled something huge. Okay. And I'm not talking about like, um, something like, I'm trying to think of an example here. Um, something as huge as like, maybe like a quote that a character may say or something like that, that like really triggers something incredible. If like for like it triggers the next arc or whatever, or some sequence happens that ends up 
making it the best sequel. Like, as long as it's, like, as long as the spoiler is not detrimental to the story, what I'm trying to say, then I don't necessarily, I won't care too much, but if it's like, oh, well, this person dies in this episode, and you better watch your ass, it's like, well, thanks for letting me know that I gotta watch my ass on this episode, because obviously, if I wasn't gonna be spoiled, I was obviously gonna be clutching my ass, and tears are gonna roll down. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um... And then it goes back to, like, falling behind, okay? As a seasonal watcher, let me talk about people who are seasonal watchers. The biggest issue that those kinds of people run with are falling behind, okay, on episodes. Because let me tell you, okay, like I said earlier in this episode, I think this 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 season only has, oh, 40? No, I think no more than 60, but, like, it's very low compared to, like, what uh, it was like last year. But that is also because of the pandemic. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Because of the pandemic, it has been that way. Um, It has been that way. It happens. Shit happens, right? Um, Anyway, even though there's so little... Like series, I say so little, but there's still so many to watch. But you get what I'm trying to say. There's still, there's a lot of shows out there today. But like with this season being so tiny in terms of like shows, like the amount of shows, you would think like like oh for a seasonal person, you know, I could watch all of these shows easily and get like and have a good, you know, maybe. 15 to six, 15 to 20 new shows, if not, you know, over half of the shows that I can talk about on a seasonal episode or whatever, or just in general, just talk about like over half of them because there's like a very tiny amount. But even though there's so little in this season, I've still fallen behind on episodes of uh, Uzaki-chan of uh, uh I've fallen behind on this uh, the Origami series. Now, keep in mind, I've all I've, I've gotten caught up. Obviously, um, the only one that I just haven't gotten my ass caught up with right now is ReZero and Fruits Baskets. Um, literally three out of the five that I talked about in that uh, that um, seasonal episode that I talked uh, where I talked about like five that I would recommend watching this season. Um, and the biggest issue with you know being a seasonal watcher is that if you fall behind, you're going to run into, into those spoilers. And, you know, if you are a seasonal watcher, you probably are that kind of person who don't like, who doesn't like spoilers. But like, you know, I, I don't want to talk much more about spoilers. I've talked so much about them. Oh my God. I've talked so much about spoilers. I think I can, I think this people would think that this is a racing podcast and not, a podcast about Japan or anime or games, but yeah. <laughs> but it, just being a and as well as like running a seasonal account, and I'm talking to like the people who like really go at it with the seasonal stuff. It is it must be tough running that seasonal account or whatever, and not trying to fall behind because you have to like get pictures or get like certain articles or whatever going for the the seasonal anime currently airing but like if there's so many shows you fall behind a little bit you fall behind a lot okay 
It's not so much like, oh, I could catch back up easily. There's so many shows that as soon as you fall behind on one series, you got a whole other, like, few more animes that are going to be falling behind as well. And then it slowly piles up if you keep losing track of time or whatever. And I know a lot of people will end up watching like a ton of episodes at once because like binge, like I said earlier as well, binging is incredibly better in my opinion than watching seasonal stuff because you feel more into the story. If you get six episodes of the series instead of one episode per week, you may be interested in the series longer if you watch it weekly, but at the same time, the level of interest watching it weekly is not the same as when it's maybe like, Maybe your interest is short, but at the same time, you're interested longer in another aspect, if that makes sense. Because here's the thing. Um, if you go on my Twitter page, at the Japanholic one you'll notice that I am basically a Shibadid slash Eurocap style uh, Twitter account. Because when I binged Eurocap, I was interested in the series more than I possibly would have if if it was weekly, okay, if I watched it every time a new episode came out, like as soon as the episode came out, watched it, was interested for like the entire 20 minutes, maybe a few hours afterwards, and then not really talk much about it till the next episode, and then once it was done, probably wouldn't really be much of a big fan of it as I am now. But when I binged it, not only was I able to watch the entire season, but get interested in it, and kept in every episode the, the, um... The inner the blah, blah, the interest of the series rose with it to the point where it's hard for me not to be interested in anything Eurocap related. And a lot of people can agree with that if they're ever like, you know, if there's if there's a favorite series, whoever's listening to this, whatever favorite series whatever's your favorite series, like all time, number one, ten out of ten, best anime that you've ever seen, more likely if it's not a movie, obviously, if it's not a movie, if it's a TV series. More than likely, the reason why it's number one on your list is probably because you've watched, maybe binged, like, half the season, or all of the season, or maybe, like, a quarter of the season. But the point still stands that you binged part of the season. Whereas, it's tough to get a 10 out of 10 series if you watch it, like, you know, one episode every Wednesday. Or, for instance, like, one episode every, like, Thursday. or You get what I'm trying to say. Um, and as much, and as, I'll also say this right now, I binged Stein's Gate, and I loved the hell out of that, because it's like, imagine going through the, the, like, imagine going through the feelings, weekly, okay, episode 11 hits, and shit hits the fan at Stein's Gate, and you're like, oh, oh god, I gotta watch the, I gotta watch the next episode, but you can't watch the next episode because it's 2011, you gotta wait till the next week in order to, you know, see what happens next if you're an anime only person and not you know and you haven't really gotten the visual novel and yeah that I don't know if it was, was it episode 11 or was it 12 it was one of those two you get the point I'm trying to make with that series um but speaking of those two series and the fact that they are 10 out of 10 next week I do want to talk about um I do want to talk about series that I've given 10 out of 10s and talk about why I think that. Um, think that way of the series. And I'll try not to really talk much more about them today. Because 
the the biggest reason why is because of what I just said, like, not too long ago. Um, but anyways, it's like, try to keep the same level of interest for 12 straight weeks with, like, a, a seasonal anime show that's only airing, like, one episode a week. It's not that easy because it's like, especially, especially if it's only, like, one season. If it's the first season of a show and it only has, like, two episodes out, what can you really, like, go, go with as, like, you know, as your reasons to why it should be 10 out of 10? Outside of the manga or the light novel or visual novel, game, music, blah, whatever storage material it may be. Okay? If it's, like, a season two or a season three, like, uh, Origayu for this, for instance... Okay, it, you know, in order for you to keep the interest level the same, you could possibly go back and watch the second season or go back to watch the first season, binge it all over again. That is all fine and dandy. Um, but it's hard. To, it's like, it's hard. And yes, yes, yes. You can have a high level of interest and love the series so much. Okay. But I've seen too many times. Uh, I've seen too many times where there will be seasonal accounts that'll change their theme or their layout style or just, you know, everything in general about like their, their favorites, quote unquote, their favorites. Every season, they'll switch to like a brand new show. They'll switch to a brand new character that they call their waifus or something like that. Quote unquote waifus. And they'll say like this is the best anime of all time or something like that. I've seen it so many times where it's gotten to the point where it's like if they show that is currently air like let's say if they if let's say if Uzaki can survive to next summer, summer 2021. If I see Uzaki still being on Twitter if I see people still watching it on Twitter next summer, then I'll say, then yeah, maybe that series was actually a really rememberable series. Because most of the time, these seasonal shows that a lot of people say are the best animes or the best, they're the most, uh, uh, will be the most, uh, what the hell? Ha, I lost the fucking word in my head. Remembered. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Sorry. The most remembered memorable as well that's a that's a sedative for it most memorable um show of this year it's nine times out of ten some of the animes that they say never make it past like week three of the next season okay they'll still talk about it lightly but as soon as the anime is done and as soon as everybody's gotten you know the last piece of the cake and the season finale is done and most likely the series finale is done it'll, it'll go on for like a few more weeks it's like man you remember this show that was such a good show but as soon as it's done it'll barely be talked about for like the next few years and the biggest example that I can say from this is the MILF Isekai show where um when it was currently airing, it was quite popular to talk about this series, whether for good reasons or bad reasons. But as soon as 
summer 2019, I think it was summer 2019, if I remember correctly, soon as that, soon as that season ended, it was almost completely forgotten about to the point where, like, the only reason why people started talking about it again was because of the Trash Taste podcast where they mentioned how horribly, like, horrible it was to the point where it was, like, it was terribly boring or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember the highlight or whatever. But then again, those are the same people that said Uzaki was boring. Uzaki is boring and God is okay. She must is good. I love both series, but God fucking damn. Lately... Okay, Kanazo Akadishimas has been pissing me the fuck off. Not just the anime, but the manga as well, okay? I love the series, don't get me wrong. I love the series, but goddamn, this is must what this is what it feels like to like the wrong girl in Nisekoi. Just saying. But I'll probably do, and this will probably be the most one-sided, <laughs> more one-sided than the Citrus and Blooming to You affair. But I'm going to probably do a weeb, uh, what the hell was it called? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Anime showdowns between Nisekoi and Kanazo Kanishimas once Kanazo Kanishimas finishes up its season. Hopefully it gets a second season because it would just it would be a whole lot easier for me to compare twenty-four episodes of Nisekoi to twenty-four episodes of Kanazo Kanishimas. But if I can't get twenty-four episodes of Kanazo Kanishimas here soon, I may unfortunately have to do a 12 vs. 12 of Nisako. Do a 12 vs. 12. It's not going to be good. It won't be complete. But you. But anyways, continue it on. With. um, But going off there. Getting off that topic. Before I lose my breath from this sore throat. I hate seasonal allergies. I don't hate seasonal animes. Because don't get me wrong. It, they're incredible. But the amount of shows that we get every single season feels like a ton to take in. And, um, yeah, it, there's a lot of issues that come with it. But at the same time, I understand, you know, the point of seasonal animes. Um, and as well as, like, the whole reason why... It's like, okay, so I talk about, um... I talked about, like, the earlier days, like, 2010, where it started getting pretty, like, pretty big when it comes to, like, how many shows we would get in a season. Um, that also is because of the fact that, well, there's a lot of mangas, there's a lot of light novels, there's just a ton of stuff that, uh, are coming out today, and as well as, like, so many that have not gotten adaptated yet from, like, the 70s on up, that, yeah... Making 24 episodes or, like, 50 episodes would probably not make it that interesting. You know, if, if this... Because mainly, and this is, like, not to make, like, a, a shot to, like, any of these series. But, like, I'll use Blend Nest, for example. Or I'll use... Unfortunately, I have to talk about this series again. Uh, Domestic Nakatajo. Um, Tori Bochi. I don't want to talk... I really don't want to talk down on this series. Because I love Hattori Mochi so goddamn much. Okay, it's probably the most... I can remember that show a whole lot, even though nobody else can. And that's pretty... I mean, that was like one of the very first like seasonal shows that I watched like as it was airing. Uh, but anyways. Um, but these three series, unfortunately, only got an anime adaptation to advertise their source material. Like, in this instance, for all three mangas. Um, back then, 
if the series wasn't popular enough in like a magazine or whatever it really wasn't going to get more than 24 episodes and 24 episodes back then was like oh that's too little of this series now it's like man 12 episodes that's not enough but also enough if it gets a season you know it's like that's not enough we need a season two but at the same time some series won't get a season two because it's like a 12 episode of like ads and stuff it's like hey this if you want more of this go buy the fucking mangas um i really want to talk a little bit uh, i th- okay i'll talk more about this next week i won't talk about it now so pause that thought me um but Back then, there were, like, maybe 30 to 40 shows every season because of the fact that, for the most part, the new ones that were coming out were getting, like, 24 episodes or maybe, like, even more than that. Some still got maybe, like, 10 to 12, obviously. But, like, it was mostly, if it was getting an anime adaptation, it was getting several episodes. Okay? I mean, several. Like, it was gonna last several, several, several months. Like, at least six months if it went every week. At least six months, okay? And, um, when 2010 happened, I, I can remember, well, it, it didn't, ha- it really didn't happen in 2010, but I say 2010 because that's when it really started picking up, but at the same time, you could notice it back in 2009 as well. Um, but this is where, like, a lot of shows began to go, like, well, maybe let's tone it down. Let's do 12 episodes, but we'll, We'll adaptate more series. I feel like this is also because more studios came into play at this time, but that's a whole different, uh, that's a whole different reason, I think. But it's like with 12 episodes, we save time, we save time and we save money and we get possibly the same amount of like, um, impressions to the series. Um, and maybe like the same amount of like interest for like otaku's to buy the mangas, to buy the, the source material or whatever, uh, whatever the source material may be, okay? And some series, depending on how popular the, the source is, like ReZero, for instance, would get not one season with 24 episodes, but two seasons with more than 24 episodes. So, yeah, depending on how popular a series gets, it's still not you know, it's not rare to see a series get more than 24 episodes, but it's also, like, not very as common back then to get, you know, uh, a series with more than 24 episodes. Um, and I think the whole point of this is because, like, the whole point that I'm trying to make here is that there's so many series coming out every season because of the fact that, well, most times it's like a quick little, hey, this series exists. You you know, may want to read the manga for this if you end up watching it. You know, just, just a thought, just a thought. But like back then it was like, hey, this was actually pretty popular in terms of like the mangas, but we know that this could possibly make it bigger in the anime scene. But at the same time, at the same time, if people watch this, they would like to see a lot of this. In animation. So, 24 episodes. At least 24 episodes. If it goes good, we'll give it another season with higher amount of episodes. That's just that's just my thoughts and opinions on how seasonal anime has been in the past, like, 20 years. Um, necessarily, seasonal anime, if we're talking when it actually started, 
started around like the set not the 70s but like in the 80s 80s and 90s where um where mangas and stuff like that started to get more popular and as well as like um Japanese televisions were all like, man, you know those uh, cartoons that we create that a lot of teenagers like to call anime? They've been getting really popular lately when we, like, do a little bit of, like, airing the like airing these kinds of shows, like Astro Boy or whatever. When we air these shows, maybe we could insert a little bit more into our programming here, if that's okay with you. And then, off it went with seasonal animes, could, you know... Getting like maybe 10 or 12 every season or every few weeks, every few months, excuse me, to, you know, 60 to 80, Jesus Christ, almost 90 for, you know, new shows, new series, new, oh my God, new, let me tell you, being a seiyu, it must be really difficult, let me tell you, holy, especially like, if you have like more than one gig a season, but yeah. I'm going to wrap it up with seasonal animes uh, while I go recover this seasonal allergy that I got in my freaking throat. Because yay me for recording on a sick day. Sorry. Sorry that you had to listen to a, a more nasally Taylor. <laughs> but yeah. Um, if you want to submit any topics, questions, stories, comments, or concerns. <laughs> I don't know why I say concerns, but you know what I'm trying to say. Email the podcast, japanholicpc at gmail.com. Follow the Twitter page, like I said before, at the Japanholic one And subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not already, the Japanholic channel. Anyways, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Japanholic podcast. I will be back next week to do it all over again with a this topic I've already talked about a little bit today. And I've talked about what it will be next week. I'll talk about more about that next week. Next Wednesday in the morning, at least on the Eastern Time Zone. Think about that. Thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. I'm Taylor, the certified Japanaholic. Signing off. Good night. <laughs>